You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. All right, with over 27 million weekly downloads, we are your one-stop, one location for pure after-show entertainment. I'm JC, and this is Eastbound and Down, Chapter 27. And what was the title of tonight's show? Chapter 27. That's it? I think it was just Chapter 27. No title necessary. All right, because a lot of drama went down tonight. And before we go any further, let us introduce our wonderful panel of hosts. Starting with the lovely lady to my right. Miriam Gonzalez. And next to Miriam. I'm not lovely? You're Rosie. Okay, I'm Christian Rosenberg. The man. Check out the shirt. If you're if you're watching this live, you got to check oh. out the, the fine collection of rosiness. I got I got so many people that have contacted me over Twitter and everything else. Where do you get these shirts? And yeah, I where just, do you? It's this wonderful place called the Internet. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, well, yeah, it's got like a bunch of different places where you can like click on and buy things, and you do like searches, and you find them. Wow, and I'm you s- and then you give money through the computer. Pure awesomeness. Wow, yeah. I'm still stuck on that Larry Bird, Dr. J, Commodore 64 basketball game. If you catch that reference, <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> no show would be complete without our man running the ones and twos, the lovely Stephen the Mew. Hello, good night. So Stephen's lovely, but I wasn't. No, you're, you're Rosie. You've got the shirt. Actually, Stephen, is there a way we can get like Rosie's shirt line on our AfterBuzzTV.com site? Actually, n- not a joke. I actually have a friend of mine that might be making a Christian Rosenberg T-shirt soon. There we go. With that to, to sell it to my rosebuds. Oh, rosebuds! My Twitter followers are my rosebuds. Fantastic! I love that. Enough plugging of our own stuff. Let's talk <laughs> about the show. Let's do it. Very right. exciting. Yes. Today, what did I learn? It well. Well, last <laughs> week we learned it that not everyone can fly, and Kenny decided that he was going to fly. So this week we saw how he decided that he, well, he flew. And yeah. fell. He flew. He flew. He fell, and he flew some more, and he went flying. That was like a mathematical uh, equation. I know. That was like, it was like that was like. Um, I feel confused and enlightened at the same time. That was pi. Oh, I think it's just because I got really tight red <laughs> pants on. Anyway, but you know what? You bring up the whole jet ski thing, and we talked about it right before we went on yes. air. We're going to inform you guys. You guys can actually ride those jetpacks yeah. through Groupon. I don't know if you guys knew. No, you know it's funny. I didn't, because, but now I'm going to. Well, when I was in San Diego last, we went uh, we went boating in um, oh I forget where it is down in San Diego, south of uh, PB Mission Bay, Mission Bay, and they had they were actually flying doing those jetpacks. Ooh, yeah. Trust me, any man wants do to do that. It's I'm, cool. It's I'm, absolutely cool. So it can be done at, here in California. I'm sure you can do it anywhere, anywhere really? there's ocean, lake, or water. Field trip. There we go. And actually, so our, our viewing public can also do it as well. Yeah. And we can, can take, live that KP life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And next we'll all open up a tits and taters and we'll call it a day. Done. There's tits and taters. There's hooters. There's, um, oh, God, what's that one? Tilted Kilt. Tilted Kilt. There's, there's another there, one. There's a, where's the, um, oh, God, there's the one with the dicks. 
I missed that one. Um, no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not going to that I haven't, one. I haven't visited that Don't one yet. Don't make me look it up. That's okay. <laughs> nah, it's all right. I, I haven't heard no, 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 good no. things about the food there. Nah. There's nah. no way I'm Googling that. No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank There's you. a place, I swear. I'll find it. Hey, about this show. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> what did you think, Christian? <laughs> what did you feel tonight, man? I don't, well, this, this is the thing that... This is why I love this show so much. It's because... As hilarious as it is, and, you know, it's still, even though today was a heavily drama-filled episode, it was still hilarious, but no matter what, you you feel, like, depressed in every episode, <laughs> but yet you're laughing hysterically, and that's just the brilliance of the writing and, and of Danny McBride, as of right. Kenny Powers, like, how he portrays the character. Well, you see it with the open, where you see how depressed Guy is, how Guy Young is, when he's looking at the playback of the show from last week's episode where he's looking at when Kenny Powers decides to cut it in. Is that how he introduces it? Let, Kenny's cut, cutting Kenny's in. Cutting in. Kenny's, cutting Kenny's cutting in. Kenny's cutting in to where the monkey, where guy's saying, you know, the well, the monkey trainer's saying, or the animal trainer, the monkey trainer, the animal trainer's saying how, you know, the monkey doesn't like uh, human touch. He doesn't, like, nobody's allowed to feed him but him. And then all of a sudden... Kenny Powers walks up with Fruit Loops and starts feeding the monkey, and the monkey becomes very friendly and starts hanging on him. And you know, there's this whole like yummy, loving interaction. And so you can see Guy Young getting really, really upset because Guy Young doesn't have this kind of rapport with the guests. He doesn't have the um, reaction from the audience and the laughs from the audience that Kenny Powers gets. And so he goes and he pulls the janitor in to try to see what the interaction is, and he throws the editor out and the editor's like you know all right you know he's like take five so he asked the janitor he says you know tell me what do you think of this and and so he plays it and the janitor starts laughing he's like what's so funny about it he's like he's one of those white guys who just says things that is just he's funny he turns around he says well how are those grandkids of yours he's like oh well they're doing great and he's like, well, you know what? You tell them that this year under the Christmas tree that they're not going to have any Christmas presents because you know what? And he's like, well, why not? He's like, because you are fired. So what does that tell you about Guy? I mean, little, he's an egomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's well, very well said. Well, he's no, a sore loser? It's, it's what we were expecting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a fact of someone suddenly feeling threatened as, as soon as someone starts starts um, excelling mm-hmm. in, in their role on the show, he starts to feel jealous. He feels like they're going to take their spot, and he overreacts and uses his authority. But isn't, doesn't, I mean, didn't Kenny do this throughout the whole series as well? No one could really outshine him. Like, that's why he has Stevie and things like that. Is he just more, more Kenny than Kenny himself? Not necessarily. I mean, I think Guy Young, in this situation, Guy Young, the, every person that Guy Young has had on the show that has outshined him, whether they meant to or not. Dantel, for instance. Um, uh, Forty, for instance. Mm-hmm. And now Kenny. The minute that they outshine Guy Young, he finds a way to get them out. Dantel is, or not Dantel, uh, Guy is Kenny with power. Yes. He has the attitude and ego of Kenny, but he has the power and authority to make everything that he wants happen. Exactly. So is that a little bit of foreshadowing? Perhaps. We'll, no. get, we'll get into predictions in a bit. Absolutely. Yeah, but, so that ends that intro, of course. A yes. great intro with Ken Marino, who I love, 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 love. Yeah. Everything he does is He's hilarious. And, um, but we, we go into Kenny being Kenny at the roller rink with 
April, Stevie, and the whole gang, and everyone but April is not happy. How can you not be happy roller skating? They're there for Stevie's kid's birthday party, and Kenny, of course, once again is overdoing it, buying one too many nachos, you know, throwing his money around, overspending. April is not happy because in the last episode, he did not show up to couples therapy. He went and got his (laughs) jetpack. He went and got his jetpack. Can you blame him? Jetpacks are more jet important. Pack. Jetpacks are more important than couples therapy. You know. <laughs> no, no, but Mary, on a serious note, now you being a woman and you being involved in Hollywood for quite a while. I mean, you run into these these power hungry guys. I mean, have, I mean, it's it's hard for me to encapsulate this, but I'm trying to figure out. I mean, is April right that Kenny loses way? He still loves her, but he's he's married to the job. Is, is what is he doing wrong? You know what? You have to find a balance in a situation like this, um, because it can easily be taken away from you. His mm. power, and we see that happen throughout this episode, where he can easily have, you know, one mistake. If you don't play your cards right, which in this episode we do see him play his cards right, thank the Lord. Um, if you don't play your cards right, it can easily be taken right out from under you, and then you can wind up having nothing. And when you wind up, ha- if you wind up walking away and having nothing, then who do you have? You won't have a family life. You won't have your woman to, you know, be back with. You won't have your kids. So, if but you'll he- have your viper. But yeah. you know what, though? <laughs> if you lose your job, your viper will get repoed. What? And you'll be living out of your Viper, or you'll be living in a box, or you'll be living nowhere. You'll be back living at home <laughs> with your brother and your sister-in-law and your nephew and your, you know, your nephews. That'd be great if yeah. you just tried to move back in Being there. a substitute <laughs> teacher again, or teaching... The show comes full circle. That's great. There we go. Love and <laughs> But with the added bonus that throughout all of this, when he had nothing, April was there and she loved him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but will she give him not a, not a second... Not a third, but a fourth chance. Is that is their love? I mean, their love is that strong, but is it? There's only so much. You know, there's a saying: um, "Hurt me once, shame on you. Hurt me twice, shame on me." My saying is: the third time, who do we blame? Your therapist? Um, no. Us? Well, in this case, he doesn't go to therapy. <laughs> so, who do you blame? Stevie. Exactly. You just you have to move forward. You have to move on. And it's not, and that's an interesting point you brought up because in the series is we think could be wrapping up. We never know with the series. You There's don't. only two episodes left after tonight. Mm-hmm. But it would be interesting because the, the the show has been written as a drama with a lot of dick jokes. Yes. And that's what the, that's what they said. That, that that's pretty much yeah, that's exactly what it is. So would it be too far to say what if he gets the show, he gets that life and he just doesn't get April back in the end. Because like you said, it's just happened too many times. You just, you, you don't know. It gives it a, a, a it grounds the, the show. Because I, I didn't want the show to come back. I'm being honest. I didn't want it to come back a fourth season. I thought it was fantastic where it ended on three. You know, but it was a happy ending and whatnot. But life isn't always happy. No, it's not. So I think if, if, it, if it ended like this... With April just not them not getting back together, and he having everything else, that's life. Sometimes mm-hmm. life is messy like that, and it'll give the show this. What I've been wanting, the whole reason why I'm watching this fourth season, something to to ground it, to make it count, to to, to, uh, to evolve, to make it hit home. Life yeah. hurts. Yes, to yeah. to evolve the series. Right. 
you know, so. Okay, we're getting kind of deep here. Well, I know. You this know, is very deep and emotional. It's, it's, for... it's, a, it's a deep thing. A lot of realities came up in, in this episode mm-hmm. where, you know, in, in that roller rink situation when they're sitting there, um, and you brought up a very interesting point where he starts saying, you know, she says to him, like, hey, you know, He's like, look at all of our friends. She's like, we don't have any friends. He's like, yeah, we do. Just because we have just Stevie and and, and Maria, don't, don't discount them. You know, they they're they're people too. They're people too. And he, you know, she goes and she says, we lost Tell and we lost Dixie and we lost Jean and and. Um, you know, he's like, well, here's something to wash your your cares away, and he pulls out an, an AMX black card. Which, honey, I would not be mad about that. But money doesn't Me buy neither. it. Money doesn't buy everything. <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness, and and that's the one thing that I think is a very good lesson in this whole situation. Because we saw in the last episode, you know, he takes her out to the fancy dinner. And he's got the, you know, the Chanel bag underneath and he's got the lobster and, and all that stuff. And, you know, throwing $100 bills here and it just doesn't buy happiness. It really doesn't. And uh, then he starts talking, you know, he's like, well, what's the other option? Divorce? Divorce is for losers. And then the, the waiter comes along who you pointed out, which I didn't even realize. I had no idea it was him. Did how, not realize. How awesome was that? Was Marilyn Manson. <laughs> that, that, like, I need to watch it again so I could probably have nightmares on what he looks like without makeup. And the thing is, is we knew that Marilyn Manson was going to be in the episode. And it's funny because I had seen prior to this, you know, the pictures of the before, you know, we know what he looks like with makeup. And I saw the pictures of what he looked like in the episode without makeup. But I guess, like, in watching all the detail and the interaction between him and April... It didn't even really dawn on me that that was him as the waiter. And one one of my absolute favorite things with like special guest cameos is when it's so subtle and brief that you don't even realize it happened. And I did not realize at all that he was the waiter. And it's just like you paid this money to have this name appear on your show, and he just pretty much walks by. Did he even say anything? Yes, he did. Oh, he, he, oh I, do you want to you want me to remove your garbage or whatever, or something like that? It was one, yeah, one, or one two lines, and that's it. Yeah. That was brilliant, honestly. I, it, I, he was walking up, and I was like, "That was Marilyn Manson!" Oh my god! And, you, and, you, and it was his voice. You picked up his voice. Uh-huh. But speaking of Marilyn Manson, also thank you for watching us as always. And if you're listening to us, <laughs> what a segue on iTunes! <laughs> make sure to give us five stars, comment, subscribe, let us know you care, and better yet, tell us how awesome Rosie's shirt is and how beautiful Miriam looks. And where is Kelly? She's working. We're, we're missing our group, but let us know you care. So moving on. I, I got to comment your shirt as well. I mean, Bruce Lee DJing up. I mean, With all kinds of bling. I, I, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Thank you. It was my sister's blouse. She's got big shoulders. Anyway, so <laughs> let's move on. we got to move the show on. It's, we've only got 30 minutes to get out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. So Toby, now we, we yes. flash to Toby and Kenny having a uh, man-on-man man talk. A father-son chat. Yes, a father-son chat. Um, was it really? Yes, more it was. like your bartender and <laughs> Toby was the bartender. Come on, why, why did Toby have all this money? Because <laughs> that's what Kenny does. Toby he gives Toby everyone was only like a thousand dollars in cash, <laughs> and they were all in twenties too. Sitting <laughs> on a tractor with Dakota, just like pacing back and forth. Kenny doing it his way, talking about skid marks and libido. No, but Miriam, sorry before interrupting no. you. Yes. No, you called. And you said it. Yeah, literally, that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, is mom crazy? It's like, it's like, let me ask. Is mom acting weird? Like, 
she, she ain't she ain't being herself. Yeah, but he, in typical Kenny Powers fashion, he was asking. He's losing. I mean, what's gonna happen to that child when it grows up? What's it? What's he going to become? Kenny Powers Jr. You think so? Oh yeah, he's gonna see women in a totally different light. But then again, he also has April around, so yeah. there's gonna there's gonna be some interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what Toby turns you out. Can, you can almost you can almost like prepare. I mean, let's let's say this is the final season. Let's say this is the end. You can prepare in like five years from now to do a spinoff of Toby as like a preteen. Toby Powers. Some, yeah, just something. Toby in college. Or, well, he'd be like 11 or 12, so I don't think he'd be in college yet. Yeah, oh, no, you could fast forward like. Well, we that, fast forward not even six months and he's already like six. So you could fast forward five years and he'd be in college. But that ruins my idea. Oh, okay. Oh, see, I, I'm sorry. You heard I'm sorry. All right. Wipe the tears. Luckily, Rosie was born without tear ducts, so he does not cry. <laughs> true. Well, so, we wind up going to Sports Sesh. Yes. And now there's a new wild card. Was it Guy's Toss It? What was it, was it called? His new uh, wild card was um, Candy Cox, the tennis great. <laughs> have, have fun with this one. The girl's name is Candy Cox. And she is twerking like there is no other coming out on stage. And he's twerking with her. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. Will someone please retire retire twerking? I am so sick and tired of twerking. You know right. what's funny? Is it just because you can't do it? First of all, twerking is nothing new. If you listen back to old nineties old nineties songs and even like years prior to this, twerking is in the lyrics. And in music videos for years and years and years. Yes. It's just Miley then brought Bo- it to white girls. Yeah. Booty shaking. <laughs> it, it was called booty shaking. Twerking is in lyrics. And now they're just reviving it. It's just, it's nothing new. And now they're just crawling up on walls with their feet up and doing handstands. It's just new versions. If you're nothing just new. tuning in, Miriam is giving us lessons in pop culture. Yes. Love it. All that in a recap. If too. you were on my Facebook friend, you'd see some pictures. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm friendly. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's twerking and um, calling out Kenny Powers and, you know, saying how you were with one of my friends in San Francisco. He happened to be a she-male and, you know, making hand gestures on how Kenny gave him head and, you know, all this, like, just gnarliness. And Kenny's getting upset and he brings her menstrual cycle into the equation. And then, of course, Guy Young is like, we don't make fun of women's menstrual cycles and all this kind of stuff and throws it to break. And Kenny, of course, gets really upset and goes to the men's room and decides to give himself a a pep talk with a very, very, very hot mic. Which we all know of. I don't know if anyone here has had a hot mic. I know I have. And yeah. Those afterbuzzers are no longer with us. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, oh. but, no but we've wow. had that before. So, yes, hot mics, not good. And he was taking a leak. I'm and just careful not to t- pee <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> pee quietly. But he walked into it, and it was, I mean, it just kept getting darker and darker yeah. for Kenny. I mean, I didn't know how he was going to get out of this. The thing is, is, his hot mic wasn't a bad hot mic. Well, he was he was swearing. He was an, he insulted guy, and he was trying to tell himself like, "You're beautiful, you're confident." Like you, it's all nothing. all the stuff that true. Okay, but but I mean, it's stuff like, do you it's, really want to hear a professional athlete be telling themselves that by themselves in a mirror? But wouldn't it make him more relatable? Which in the end, I think it was what was it was the build up for the payoff. It was such a subtle little build up for the final playoff Absolutely. payoff that we get at the end. Because I think I first of all, the pep talk that Kenny gave himself in the mirror is I think one that everyone should give themselves. I do it all on the time. a daily. It's like, hey, you know what? I think you look your you look, and I'm sorry, not to 
I'm not conceited, but sometimes you just have one of those days where you're like, you know what? I am a good person. <laughs> I am successful. I believe in myself. I am great. I am good at what I do. And you got this. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Exactly. Well exactly. Said. And so he did that. And, but the thing is, is he had a little anger in his voice because he was a little upset about this whole Candy Cox thing. And that's where I think it got a little rough. And that's where people were like, whoa. That aside, not that big of a deal. Is that the turning point of the season right there? It's where, well, no, no, no. No. Coming up. Sorry about that. Yeah, coming up was a turning point. (laughs) Because you see it coming. It's almost, it's this build. It's build. It's taking you down to the chasm of his life. And then somehow it's going to bring him up. We'll see. Kind of like Maria's boob job. Oh, my goodness. What? God bless the USA. What, what, what is it? A bad boob job? What, what no. size would you estimate those at? I got big boobs, but that was just those are some tatas. Which uh, I think you got to get into like Roman numerals. The name of somehow. the kiosk was Taters and, and Tits. Taters and Tits. Taters and Tits. TNT. And and you know um, Kenny being the Warren Buffett that he is, he you know devoted was it five point seven thousand on that kiosk and. But then that's when Stevie comes up with the plan. He's got a guy. First of all, before you get into that. Okay, let's backtrack. Why? How inappropriate. Stevie whipping out Maria's boobs in the middle of the mall. You call it inappropriate. I call it smart business. Smart business? Like sucking on her nipples (laughs) in the middle of the mall? You know what? We are so used to the craziness of the show. I didn't even think that was outlandish. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You're like, it, it could have been, for all we know, because we're watching their interaction, it could have been in front of, like, the children's place. Yes. That would have been great if it was in front of, like, the Jim Barry store. <laughs> exactly. We should watch that game because maybe it was. <laughs> I'm willing to bet they put it in front of a Jim Barry. In front of Yankee Candle. Because yeah. they're just Back that. Body works, something random like yeah, that. Yeah, they're inappropriate like that. Yeah, I mean, even Phil, our intern, walked in and he's like, what am I looking at? And he walked right Yeah, there. he walked in at that moment. <laughs> it was awful. And I also love the fact that you said Phil, our intern. Yes. That's, he's our intern. He's our intern. <laughs> this is my last day here. You're right. It's been fun. It's been a good ride. It's been a good ride, Jesse. Thanks, man. So, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, going back to what you were saying, Stevie decides that he wants to handle Guy Young. Yeah, and it's kind of like season one. I mean... Stevie's always the, he's the cleaner. He's the Harvey Keitel. He is the guy who's going to wipe them out. And somehow it always goes horribly wrong. But before that, we, okay, we have to talk about this. Because we're funny. We say out somewhat funny. But we also talk about relationships. And this is the very important part. This is where KP reaches out to Dixie and asks for help in a KP kind of way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he actually, well, I mean, he he makes amends, right? Kind of. He makes a little bit of amends with her, and then he, and then he finds out that all of their friends were on the impression that Kenny would just immediately leave her. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like how he says to her. He goes, "You know, what's wrong with April? Are her memories going? Is she going through menopause? Does she have an alien from the future here too, or something?" <laughs> something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, Dixie says to her, "She goes, you know, for everyone did think." That you were actually going to leave her for a younger girl. We never thought in a million years that she'd leave you. And once again, that's the furthest thing from his mind. And he says, he says to her, he goes, well, I'm a good, you know, Christian white man. Which is so random. I'm like, when did all of a sudden... I'm glad, I'm glad we had to emphasize that he, that Kenny Powers happens to be white and on that, the show. I mean, in case you didn't realize uh, it. And that I didn't realize he was Christian either. I'm like, <laughs> when, did he, when, when did he become a God-fearing man? 
We said it last last season that in the end he was going to be a preacher. I want him to be a preacher. Oh, that'd be amazing. If he becomes born again. Come on. Oh. Well, you know, he did try to do the right Christian type thing by redeeming himself after, um, you know, sitting there talking with Dixie, which I thought was really funny because once she starts saying, she starts talking to him and uh, she's, she starts saying, you know what, Kenny, I really like the fact that, you know, we are finally starting to talk and he goes, shh, shh, shh. Don't talk too much. It's very unattractive. This is about me. This is about me. Yes. It's not about you. And uh, he says, you know, before I leave, I just wanted to say. um, This is great. (laughs) He goes, "Um, by the way, he only, you know, Gene only pumped a couple times in that girl. (laughs) And then, you know, he. He (laughs) He did not orgasm inside her. He did not orgasm inside of her. He took his dick out and he slammed it in the toilet seat a couple times. As penance. Yes, it's penance, crazy. and so you should really give him a second chance. So, but he it still worked. loves you. Here's the thing: <laughs> it worked. That crazy thing worked. Yes, he saved his ass and somehow created the bridge for Dix, Dixie and Gene to get back, I mean, or at least to start dialogue between the two. Mm-hmm. I'm he, like, how does that work? He should be like Oprah. Well, I, I did. I did <laughs> also. Crazy funny, people. Funny, at, at, at the beginning <laughs> of the Springer. At the beginning of the segment, when when he went to Dixie's, like, so so like, what were the, like the, you know the what were the steps? Like, how, how did you lead up to getting divorced? Because, obviously, I'm having this, this, and this. Like, what did you have? Oh, I just had that one night when you said he cheated on me and did drugs. That, there wasn't anything else? Nope, just that one thing. And I really didn't see anything before that, which was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so deep down inside, he does have a conscience once again. He comes in every once in a while. Mm. I mean, he's totally screwed over Gene, and he made amends. Kudos, I'm telling you. Well, he made amends because he knows that Dixie is the way to April. He was using it as a leverage. He needs Dixie's help. Kenny has ulterior motive. See, I didn't even think about that. See, Mm -hmm. you women, you're really good at the... the, We overanalyze and we just get into the heart of things. I just look for the jokes. Same here. (laughs) And I just like the jerry curl. That's it. That's all. I I like Kenny's hair. You like the mullet. I do. But let's move on because we've only got like a few more minutes. So we got to get through. Power jet fight in the lake between Kenny and Guy. Hey, can if you guys watching at home, can someone tell us the the score of the episode? They did it on the last episode too. It's got this very Michael Mann. I don't know if you paid attention to it. It's got this very early '80s Miami Vice kind of vibe to it. They've done it the last two episodes, and I'm dying to know who is the guy who's playing that 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 score right there or girl. It is fantastic. It's with that final showdown between Guy and mm. Kenny. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, what is it? Um, and then um, I'm trying to remember. Ah, there was a, a great line between Kenny and Guy. Ah, it was an homage to like an 80s flick. And, and I don't know if you noticed, I'm jumping ahead. I know this. But, because we're running out of time, Stevie sends out uh, to put the hit on, yeah. on yeah. Guy. And he turns into the T-1000. I don't know if you, you noticed when he was wa- running after Stevie. Yes, yes, yes. He was, he was the T-1000. It was an homage. Because in last season, it was all sure, about the 80s. Because he was like catching up to the freaking car. Yes. Last season, it was all about the 80s. I'm thinking this year was maybe like early 90s flicks. They do pay these little like mm-hmm. little tips of the cap to those genres. So I was trying to pick up. If you guys know, tell me the score and tell me who the, what movies they're ripping off of. They're ripping on. Sorry for jumping, Miriam. Miriam, no. she keeps us on pace. No, it's, so tell us. They go; those two scenes go hand in hand, yeah. um, back to back. But no, they're they're inside of the um, in the lake, and you know the power jets. And uh, guy pretty much says to to Kenny, like, "Hey, your last day is Friday. Like, it's done after Friday." 
So this give, this give t- uh, Kenny. Uh, did Kenny purposely have his mic, leave his mic on? Did he tell the the sound guy leave my mic on? First of all, Probably. it's not even about telling the sound guy. If you have your mic on, all you got to do is flip the switch. Okay. Oh, that's true. So then Kenny was planning then there. That, he, that was, do you think maybe he was he was giving him a ruse? Well, he he, he came up with up. he came up with that after Stevie's plan failed miserably. Yes, that's right. I'm he sorry. had to. He had to come up with a very good plan to um, do that. And and the reason being is you know like you said there in you know Stevie comes to of course April's surprise party prior to that. Now you know you have to give Kenny some props. He he really wants to make his marriage work, and he goes and he throws his surprise party for April to celebrate April. He and and you know April comes home with dozens of strangers in their house. Yes, <laughs> he went and he sends out a Facebook invite. And James and James from season yes. two. Yes, yes, three. Sorry, he he sends out a Facebook invite to every random person she's probably friends with, which I thought was very sweet and creepy at the same time because mm-hmm. it could be clients, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, for her business. Um, and she, she was singing through that. She still does the real estate. Ah, yeah. Mm. You know, you make friends with everyone when you're when you're in a business like that. It's like, true. Hey, my dad's me, a realtor. He has lots of friends. Let me sell your house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, he has karaoke going on. He tells everyone, "Hey, we're going to renew our vows." She is beside herself because they still haven't even gone to therapy yet. They haven't discussed the fact that he is just you know he's saying her dirty dancing. Come on. Yeah, it's still, it's not, they haven't, when, if you're not seeing eye to eye, you're not, they're not on the same page. I think she they just needed to run and jump and have him catch her like they do in Dirty Dancing. You know, n- no, no, <laughs> no, uh-uh. Oh, hell no. No? Oh, you hell can, you, you no. You can prop April up like that. She's, you can do it. You yeah. can do it, but. There's a lot of steps. It's like she keeps saying, they're not having sex. And that was interesting that he said that to to, to Toby. We're not having sex. Thanks, Dad. Like, I needed to hear that. Thanks for the image. He's too oh, young and, to and, know and that. And Toby learned what a libido is. Yes. It's, um, what did he say they were? Like pebbles inside your body? Like beans inside, like beans. Of, beans inside of your body. That's your libido. <laughs> but, but they're not having sex. They're not communicating. The last thing she wants to do is renew the vows. And, you know, he he finally says after, you know, she's like, I don't want to sing right now. And Dixie goes and tries to interrupt and say, you know, like, she doesn't want to sing right now. He's like, I like mind your business. You know, Gene tries to interrupt. He pushes Gene. Before you know it, they're fighting. Kenny loses his shit. Kenny loses his shit. And he admits to Dixie and says, you know what? Gene didn't cheat on you. I was the one that was doing the coke, not Gene. And um, what Gene was like, oh, that, that, that's true. That's, I tried telling you that. Thank you for and, clearing that up. You know, I appreciate it. Like he, in his calm voice. Exactly. <laughs> then he says, you know, tell, tell, why are you this Indian guy who's trying to pretend to be a white guy? You don't even eat chicken marcella, which is an Italian dish. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And um, then he continues to go on and on. And he, he, he finally loses it. And he says to April, he's like, you're not happy when I'm not making money. You're not happy when I am making money. And he just loses it. Wait a second. Is she really not happy when he's not making money? No. That's his interpretation. He's not yeah, that's, happy. That's how he interprets He's not happy, and he feels that if he's not happy, then she's not happy. This is a typical male-female dynamic in relationships. I'm, 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 I know I'm trying to make it go deep because they, they make it really deep. We, we just catch the jokes. I mean, there's mm. so much there. There really is. No, I, you know what? I could feel Kenny in that sense where if he's not happy, how is she going to be happy? Damn. 
This is getting I mean, if my man is not me. happy, I can't be that happy. I mean, I'm happy, but if I want my man to be happy, mm-hmm. and you know, there's like there's got to be a balance there. And if you're not happy, that doesn't make me happy because I want you to be the happiest. That's why they need to go to therapy. Okay, okay. No, I get it. I get it. We and get so it. before you I know like, it. I feel like after this, I need to go to therapy. <laughs> Seriously. This is, this is deep. But it gets to the point where he, he starts admitting the truth and and literally, like, it just gets to a point where April starts crying and she can't take it because now, like, their dirty laundry is just to every stranger and client. All and of those Facebook invites. And... <laughs> Everyone now knows their business, and she. He finally says, "You know what? I'm sorry. Things were said." And she's like, "You need to get out. You need to get out." And he's kicking karaoke things, and plates are being thrown, and she is like, "You need to get out." And so he finally leaves. Worst fix my marriage party ever. Yes. <laughs> Microphone still in hand. Yes. In Kenny Powers fashion, and he gets in his Viper, and you could see the anger in his eyes. And I thought he was going to shoot Dakota. This scared the crap out of me. Yeah, yes. Rosie, you, I, I heard I'm like, you. I'm like, I'm like, no. Don't kill the dog. Because all of a sudden he pulls out a gun from his car. He opens the garage and there's Dakota and he's pointing the gun. And it's like, oh my God, don't you? No. <laughs> no. And then he, but he shoots the chain to free Dakota. And that's interesting. I think that goes to season one, episode six. Because I thought he was going to run like he did in the end of the first season. But when he shot the, the chain, I thought he was going to, it was releasing Dakota and himself. Because that's what he does. Like when, when it's too hot for him, he just runs. Mm-hmm. And I literally thought he was going to run again. And just not even show up to work the next day? Just run, well, run away from April. Run, run from something. No, uh-huh. I think he's releasing, he was chained down. This is the way from I. From what? This is the, the way I'm looking of him at being, it. Of Kenny he's, Powers' persona being chained by yes, oh. he's being chained by his marriage. He's being chained by being guy's bitch. The dog is the bitch. He's being chained down by everyone else, and he cannot be the true Kenny Powers that he absolutely can be. And so now he's like Kenny F and P, and F all of you, and it's time to be Kenny F and P. And now we have a wolf. Crazy running around in the suburbs, and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> and so now he, you know, we're, we're thinking now, like, you know, he, of course, the first thing I think when he goes into sports sesh the next day with that humble look on his face where he goes to Guy Young is fame once again has gotten to his head and he's lost everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes and he humbles himself and he says to Guy Young and apologizes. And asked for his, you know, like, hey, I've lost everything, my family, you know, this is all I've got. And I'm like, wow, dude, this kid, he cannot be bitching out right now. And he's like, opening up, he's like, happening. Guy, you thought he was bitching out? He's like, no, yes. he's, he's, he's opening up, he's like, I lost everything, guy, you know, like, you're, you're my, I'm talking to you as a friend, you know, please, like, you know, try to help me with this, just, you know, we'll go back to how it was and all that. And, and then guy just like, I'm not your friend, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And the classic line, you know, that is always said, you know, you're out. Kenny Powers, you are out. Mm -hmm. And um, that is absolute zero right there because he's lost April. He's lost everything. And we think that he's now lost this. Yes. After the tirade by Guy. So did he plan it, though? Yes. Yes. So he he purposely turned the mic on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, this is good. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're at this point. Don't worry. <laughs> he turned his mic on. He was like, you know what? And and that was the thing. He 
guy, when they were at the lake and they had their jetpacks on, guy's biggest mistake was saying, Friday, Friday. you are done. Mm-hmm. So he knew once Stevie said the plan failed and guy told him that Friday was his last day, he knew. And then he lost April. He's like, that's it. I have nothing to lose or like, this is it. I, I have everything to lose. If I don't do something about this right now, that's it. This show is mine. I'm better than Guy, and that's it. I'm taking this. This is mine for the taking. I am better than him. He can't even step up to the jokes. He has every missed opportunity, and I can do this better than him. And so that's what he did. And he wins. And he won because Guy was saying all those horrible things about the audience, and then he walks out with the hot mic, and the audience starts yelling and cussing at him, and all the producers look at him in all complete shock, and Guy runs for his freaking life. Oh, yeah. If I give them shit, they eat it. What? Wow. That this episode had had this, everything. It, it had it was heavy. And yeah. we covered it all. From we A did. to Z. We did. There was the even a pro wrestling reference in this, which I loved. Absolutely what, what was it? At the towards the beginning, Kenny Powers was taught um before that girl came out as like the new co host or the guest or whatever. Kenny Cox. Kenny Cox. Kenny Cox, thank you. Um Kenny was talking about uh pro wrestling and how he loves it because it's the only sport that doesn't have set uniforms. And and then guy cut him off saying it was boring. That's right. That's right. Oh, you caught that one. I, so, oh, he was like, it was a wrestling reference. Of course, of course I you it. are. So <laughs> overall, a lot of expletive went down. I, I, I just had to. A lot of stuff went down. Should we move on to like predictions? Yes. Get let's out of here. It. Let's yes, do it. Let's do it. Let's do some predictions. All right. What is our predictions? Well, we know next week um, Kenny is now hosting and he's trying to set up a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. We know that. And what's going on with he and April? Anything? They showed a little clip of them when, like, a divorce meeting or whatever with the Oh, that's right. He's not giving her a dime. Yeah. Well. How is that possible? uh, What about the kids? No, no, no. It's not that he's giving her, not giving her a dime. I think that what he's doing, since she kicked him out, he's freezing her, like, assets. So she doesn't have access to any of the money. She may have the house. She may have her own stuff. But she doesn't have access to anything. And so I think that he, right now, because of how it went down, and because in his mind, because he is very extreme, he's feeling very unappreciated. Mm-hmm. So this is his way of punishing her. Like, you get nothing. Like, you need to earn. He's, he's very, like, bow to me. But Kiss then, my ass. But then he still hasn't learned his lesson. Of course not. He never does. It's Kenny Powers. We see that with the way that his brother and him interacted in the last episode in Let's Work This yeah, Out. He hasn't learned. He no. hasn't learned. And um, do you remember my my first After Buzz for this one several weeks ago? Do you remember the prediction I made? Do you remember it? Tell tell the tell our twelve it? listeners at home. Okay, well all th- hey. well, well hopefully <laughs> we're up to thirteen now. Hopefully we reach the teens. Um, it was way back that Kenny Powers gave Guy the the script for his movie. Oh yeah, and you I said here for this. you weren't here for this one. And I said weeks ago that Guy is going to adjust it to make it about him, and then get a release because he has the people to do it. Why wouldn't he do it now? Ooh, yeah, a lot, lots to happen. Two episodes <laughs> left, so let's so take this much. home. So, with that said. 
Another episode's done, so let's go with Rosie. Where can they find you? Well, you can find me by becoming a Rosebud on Twitter, at CRosieVOC. And you can also check me out as I host The Voice on Monday nights and Friday night Smackdown on Friday nights. Who's your favorite on The Voice? Right now, I really like Kat. Nice. And Miriam, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Miriam L. Gonzalez. And Steven. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he said he was done. He said good morning and good night or something. <laughs> nice. And, of course, you can find me. Actually, check out my website, jcrubiotv.com. You can see all our After Buzz interviews, all the stuff I'm doing at OMTZ. So for Rosie, Miriam, Steven, I'm JC. We're your After Buzz East Bound and Down. We'll see you. Good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.